0: Stop. Do you have to do that, dude? Yeah, on otherwise the podcast. I'll,
1: otherwise, I'll kill you if I don't get no. nicotine. I will
0: kill dude.
2: you. It's the ASMR. Just of on, those dude. who like no, the jewel. Don't
0: hold on, Connor. Hold don't on. stop. Hold on, hold on. do No, no, <laughs> no dude. Just don't do uh, that second suck at the end though. Either like that's how you right. get it into your lungs, baby. <laughs> what is that, dude? Alright <laughs> hey, we're
2: gonna get this going here. <laughs>
0: Welcome to another episode of Midwest Flyways Uncensored. This episode here, we're going to be able to call Joey's dad to Joey's faja. Rob Vassell.
1: Rob Visello, the legend. The, the legend. He is a legend, dude. dude. I'm going to call him here in a second, but let me just give the guys a little bit of a precursor. My dad started a guide service with a couple of his friends before I was born out in Laquaparl, if you guys have ever heard of Watson Hunt Camp, it's right out by Watson Hunt Camp. And they would shoot the birds coming off of Marsh Lake. And Marsh Lake used to be the Fergus Falls or the Rochester of Minnesota before Rochester and Fergus Falls. It was the goose hunting capital of the world. It was so famous that Tim Grounds would come to our cabin a lot and Fred Zink would come to our cabin and all these famous names that I'm just learning of, you know, a couple of years ago and I'm well, like, Well they yeah. were just
0: regular guys to your dad. Yep. Well, because right.
1: my dad wasn't really in the hunting community by any means, he would just helped build the lodge and shoot birds. So, yeah. So let me give him a call here real quick. Why don't you guys?
0: Connie, you've been out shooting turks. Speak amongst amongst ourselves. You've been shooting turks, dude.
2: Uh, not yet. I been will. trying to
0: shoot turks. Yep.
2: Oh well. I'll get one. Do you
0: have to turn the Bluetooth up so we can hear? Him? Old Tommy boy. Hey, dad. Oh yeah. Hello.
1: Hello. Hey you there. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing? How you doing? Good. Got you on the podcast, No, how
3: you doing? how you doing? How you doing? No,
1: are you how, doing? You, doing?
3: No, how are you, no, <laughs> no. How are you doing?
1: We're good, man. We just we're got done good. shooting some pigeons, and now we're doing a podcast. Who
3: do we have in the room? Who we, got, do we have in the we room? We got
1: Cal Ness, Connor Allstead.
0: Hey. What's up, Rob? Cool.
3: Cool. Hello, boys. How you Hello, doing? Hello, boys. <laughs> awesome. Loving life.
1: Can you hear us just fine?
3: Oh, gosh, yeah. Cool. Yeah.
1: Perfect. Sweet.
3: Yep. So I'm self-quarantined, Cal. You're, Connor, you're and,
0: uh, self-quarantined. Seven
3: weeks, seven weeks at the Red Roof Inn. Yep.
0: yep. I don't think you're mad about it, though.
3: No, I'm beyond happy. <laughs> I <laughs> figured happy.
0: I figured as much, man.
3: Just loving uh, life. Yep. So You've been life slamming the here, Walters yep.
1: and Perch, or no?
3: Actually, um, I've... Judy missed two last night off the dock at 8 o'clock, and I caught about an 18-inch walleye right off the dock.
1: Beautiful. Right off the dock. It's
3: just turning. The water's only 41 degrees, but uh, they're just going to turn on. Like 45 is perfect spawn for them, you know. Very cool. LG. LG, yep. Life is good, huh?
1: I have to I have yep, to explain to these people your acronyms because yeah, they as definitely we go. <laughs> because they definitely know. <laughs> like we got 00C that's out of control and then we've got NCAA, <laughs> which is no class at all. So
3: right. right. And don't which, forget that SMH stands for so much hate it doesn't even so <laughs> my head.
0: Dude, I remember okay. that so good. <laughs> what did you post on Facebook? I remember that. You were like it was um, like a picture of I us guess. hanging out. She just posted SMH, and I'm like, why is your dad saying shaking my head to a photo of us shooting birds? (laughs) (laughs) Nope, so much hate.
3: So, yeah, I missed that that booklet that they put out with acronyms of nowadays. I'm still in, you know, back in the 70s. So, my acronyms are much different, but SMH fits me perfectly. Because in this world, there's so much hate—it's staggering. Okay. So. <laughs> oh
4: my
1: gosh! Oh my gosh! I love yeah, it. Yeah, let's let's not get uh, into politics on the podcast. All right.
3: Of course not. Yeah, you don't okay. want to yeah. get him started, cool.
1: man. Thank you. We'd have to start a whole separate podcast. you're yeah. talking about politics. Okay.
3: Exactly. You probably right. have a lot more followers. There yeah, you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> probably true. That is very that's very true. That's probably true. <laughs> So are you calling, are you guys calling to hear about the guy that started this whole mess in the early days? Yes. Yes. He's on hunting at two and a half years old? Yeah. Okay. Yes.
1: Right. Yes. Please, yeah. please inform everyone why I'm a psychopath.
3: Oh my gosh. Well, there were several things. There was a garbage truck that ran over your head like three, four times <laughs> when you were super young. And you know, that was part of the biggest part of the problem, but but then we started taking you duck hunting at two and a half into the Corral Slough. We own 40 acres in Corral, Minnesota. And we flooded it every year and, and put crops in and just slaughtered the birds. We put up a huge permanent blind, uh, blind that we would carry Joey with decoys, shotguns, and Joey on one shoulder out through about four feet of goose shit. I hope i can
1: say that on here no you yeah, can. You can, yeah, yeah, yeah well um, you've listened to the podcast i swear a couple times a couple
3: true that's right just a you couple think that brings more followers okay
1: no okay. i got it from you so
3: oh i see you <laughs> inherited and it, it. From, and, and i got it from my mother so i understand that <laughs> Very well
1: said. don't bring rita into so, this
3: so there's times when we would get so tired Walked and trekking through mud for a couple hundred yards with all this weight, and I would switch Joey over to Grady's shoulder, you know, because Grady was like twenty five and had um, the young legs buck, like yours, Cal, the young he buck. Had, yeah, he had like he had leg, legs like yours when you were playing football. You know what I mean?
0: Yep, yep. Mine have regressed, at, unfortunately. At Mankato, but, you know.
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we would switch Joey on different shoulders: Rob, Grady, Adam, maybe Pete, Lauren, whatever. And we would take him out to the blind, and, and we would just slaughter the birds. And Joey would sit there and grab birds off the floor after we killed them, and pluck, pluck their eyes out.
0: Oh my god! And then, he,
3: then yeah, and then he would take a nap, and then he would come back and start playing with the birds again, ripping ripping body parts off. Oh, so he was god. messed up. <laughs> he was messed
0: up from a young age.
3: Exactly, oh yeah. my gosh. Wow, he spent a lot of time at your house, Cal.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's true. that's true. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably the imbalance from eating all the organic food and then going to my house and eating all the hormonal chicken. That probably screwed him up pretty bad, man. <laughs>
3: Monsanto
0: chicken, good. Oh yeah, dude, that stuff, Roundup, you got to rinse the Roundup off it when you get it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh so anyhow, so yeah, his history of duck hunting that started real young, and he wasn't really into it, but he was—he didn't mind it. But it never really showed itself then until he turned older, you know. Yeah. You know, I and I took I took him hunting every weekend because I was a maintenance man taking care of properties. We had twelve different slews and that kind of thing. So I was a maintenance man. So I took Kristen, Jamie, and Joey every weekend, starting like Thursday. And I would take him west with me out to the sloughs, do maintenance, and then take him hunting, too. So we've got pictures of him being probably four, holding just about a half a limit of of ducks, you know?
0: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's amazing. All the eyes plucked out? All of the eyes plucked out of the birds?
3: (laughs) Just throw those photos away. Yeah. It's oh a Jeffrey gosh.
0: Dahmer thing for sure. Yeah, but. <laughs> so <laughs> scary. Yeah, for sure. All
1: right. Everyone's going to think <laughs> of a freaking sy- serial killer now, Dad.
3: So we took him, and Cal, we took him right from Corral, Minnesota, out to La Quiparo, And we had a lodge. Our first lodge was there. Cal, you were there, are sure? I, I don't think
0: I ever made it. To, I went to Graceville. I never went to La Parl. Uh, ah, Okay. Okay, so
3: Lac Leparo was just as bad. That was past shooting geese, you know, on the range there where yeah. they have all those man made blinds. But we actually went out and leased 5,000 acres with one farmer, and we had pits in the ground all over the place uh, west of Lac Paro. Really? And so the guys in our group that Joey heard calling were world champion callers. Adam Lametta, um, was a world champion and a couple of state champions without even using a call. He was just a mouth caller. Really? And Grady, and Grady, tell you should have seen Grady in his heyday, Grady Stevens. <clears throat> we would be in the parking lot at the First Lodge, and a flock of geese would go over, you know, almost migrating heights. Yeah. And Grady would get on his call, and he would bring them into the parking lot with like 30 pickups. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not kidding. That's amazing. It was just unbelievable. You've never seen anything like it. And so, this is what Joey heard all the time was these guys calling. Keith, um, Lauren, Brady, uh, yeah. Corey Kohler, uh, Woo Woo. There's a bunch of different <laughs> Woo Woo world champions. I know, Woo Woo. Yeah, he's dead <laughs> now. But, man, he could call. These guys that we brought out to the lodge to help us build the lodge were all from southern Illinois and Kentucky and Good old boys from down south, you know? Yeah. And so this is what Joey listened to all the time. So subconsciously, I'm sure all this stuff went in, you know? I'd like to think was it so. At a young do age. you
0: think the hunting was a lot better then?
3: Or do you, uh, or do you guys no. think you just
0: set yourselves up for more success because of what you were doing?
3: Oh, well, yeah. The way we did it. We had 15 guides a weekend. We had 25 clients a weekend that would come to the lodge. That's how we paid for it, was taking guys out hunting. Right. And so we we worked our butts off. You know, the guide had to work early in the morning, work in the middle of the day, and then go out at night and scout the birds. And so, I mean, it was a full, full full-time job. And, And Pete's mom would cook. We had 25 hunters a weekend and and 15 guys the place was just a zoo oh
0: my god 40 and course, dudes
3: and of course I would I would have my kids with too so they get to they got to witness all this nasty stuff that was going on
0: <laughs> um now correct me if i'm wrong but i heard a uh, i heard a myth that uh tim grounds made a few appearances
3: oh gosh yeah yeah tim grounds uh, was the guy that taught Grady and Adam and Corey Kohler how to call and how to goose hunt, they started at 12 years old with with Tim Grounds. And so um, we were all very close with Tim. We would go there, he would come here, we would meet up in Saskatchewan, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, Tim Grounds was around a lot, and his offshoots, you know, his, he was a mentor to Grady and Adam and Corey.
0: That's so wild. Southern
3: Illinois. They would skip school at 12, 13 years old, and go goose hunt with Tim Grounds. <laughs> that know, sounds... kind of why some of, them, some of them couldn't even spell their own name. You know, they <laughs> <them>. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> they could rip a goose call,
3: though. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. so wild. It was insane to be able to hunt with these guys for that many years, you know.
1: I mean, you would site. just... I
3: know that's where you got it. Well,
1: you would, just sit, you would just sit there and wait to shoot, right? because all these guys were calling and doing everything for you and then i mean what what could you do you know you just sit there and wait me? for the birds to come in yeah
3: well me all i had was just a couple of clucks on a goose and and a little bit more on a duck call and i would put my two cents worth in but they would probably yell at me and Robbie, Robbie, don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what i mean
4: yeah yeah
3: i i wasn't world class calling and so there's a lot of times i wouldn't shoot i would just or i wouldn't call i'd be the first one to had my gun ready you know
0: right so. yeah that's crazy
3: <laughs> oh <my laughs> Gosh,
0: unbelievable and Big that's stuff. and that
1: was early 90s right dad um early to mid 90s
3: yeah i suppose i can't remember the first lodge but are you talking like the second
1: no i'm talking about lacquiparro so, oh lacquiparro yeah
3: lacquiparro would have been because
1: uh, you guys had it before yeah, i was born
3: Yeah, it must have been 92. Yeah, 92. Yeah, yep. Cool.
4: 1992
3: is when all that stuff started, when they wanted to build a lodge and make a hunting company and, you know, Pete and Lauren. So.
0: Did you see, like, a major push-off of birds running that lockby line moving into, like, Rochester? Did you see that?
3: (sighs) Yeah, yep. Back then, the flyways were different. Now I think they're off by maybe three, 400 miles, the flyways, you know, coming down north to south, so on and so forth, I'm pretty sure that they've moved. And I don't know if it's the jet stream also, but I'm pretty sure the pattern of birds has changed a lot since we were hunting back then. Do you guys know any better?
1: Yeah, well, just going back to our Beaver Creek days, uh, you remember yeah. opener and we'd hunt there until it iced over. And we'd shoot every right. kind of duck. We'd shoot teal. We'd shoot right. mallards. We would shoot widgeon, pintail, the whole shit. Redheads, range.
3: Yeah, yeah, redheads, and right, yeah, because
1: right. Tokwa would hold a bunch of divers, and they'd just come in.
3: Exactly, right. <laughs> but we were in the flyway at that time, Joe. Right.
1: No, it was crazy. I I remember growing up, and there were just birds everywhere. Every time we went out, like it was never a right. slow day. And then right. uh, now we we don't see any pintails. We see hardly any widgeon. And we only see teal at the very beginning of the season, of course. But, you know, it just feels like the whole flyway has shifted further west into South Dakota. I think
3: so, too. Yeah, I think so, too. Yep. Especially, it was probably had a little to do in the last couple of years with all the water and all the flooding. They had a huge reservoir to stop at whenever they wanted to on the western and southern states. Mm. You know? It flooded like three years out here. Sure. And well, yeah, because so we I didn't have to control
1: those... flood that Beaver Creek.
3: Right. Ex- exactly. Right. Right.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, I miss those days yeah. big time. No. Now but I also really have to work for the birds. Now I really have to work for the birds. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've seen a. I've seen a lot of photos too, Rob, of you guys shooting them in Kansas. Pretty good.
3: Yeah. Yep. We would always go to Doc Carter's. Down in Kansas, uh, they had they would flood um, acorns, flooded acorns, just insane. The ducks love acorns; it's it's a nice meal in a short amount of time, and they just eat them like candy. And so they would flood just hundreds of acres of oak. We would go down there, you know, anywhere five to twelve guys, and just have. Greenheads hanging on the big trees, you know, it's just band after band of greenheads hanging oh on the my tree, God. you know.
1: Well you remember when you, I remember you telling me you guys would go there and you'd shoot your limit the first day and it in like twenty minutes and then the second day everyone right. would take their time and they wouldn't shoot until they saw something shiny on their legs.
3: Exactly. where you could only it was a shout, you know, instead of kill them, it was like jewelry. You know, or if it was a black duck, there's also times when Stan Guzzi would call a black duck, you know, it's a duck that you rarely see. Right. And we got a couple of black ducks out of Kansas that got mounted, you know.
1: That's so Um, crazy. But
3: yeah, it was, it was a jewelry shoot at that point. Otherwise the hunt was over in, you know, (laughs) 20 minutes. Yeah. And you know how duck hunting, you like to see a couple dozen every 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You know.
0: So Joey, we learned did. how to make it last. Joey, <laughs> did you say uh, that land got turned into Habitat Flats?
1: Yeah, so, uh, Dad, remember, like, two years ago, I was talking about how we should go back there, you and I, to go see Doc yeah. Carter, and then you said that his brother sold it to Tony Vandemore over at Habitat Flats. Right. And because exactly. I've been watching his videos for years, and I'm like, wow, that place looks so cool. It also looks kind of familiar. And I was going to
3: say, do you remember hunting in there? I did take you.
1: No, I just recognized it from the pictures. I didn't. Okay. I was way too ah. young. I, how old do you think I was when you brought me there?
3: Um, I would say six or seven or eight because it was Tim Grounds' son, Hunter, Hunter. or Drake.
1: Yeah. Hunter Grounds.
3: And it was Stan Guzzi, or Doc Carter's son, Drake, and you, and you guys were all about the same age. And you guys were hanging in the flooded timber with us, you know. <laughs> oh my. You had a pair of waders that Judy now wears. Um, Still so working, were... baby. What's that?
0: Still working, huh? They don't make them like they used to.
3: I know. Holy crap. We have ours for 35, 40 years somehow. Don't know how.
0: Joey buys two um, pairs a year.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, down there, Joe, you hung with everybody's son, and two of them were drapes weird there's no hands no, <laughs> <hens. laughs>
1: no yeah uh tim ground's son his name is hunter
3: hunter okay okay
0: yeah and then oh, stan's, yeah. Stan stan's son is, is drake. drake
3: yep and dark doc carter was drake yep they're oh both God. maniacs
0: yeah i was gonna say you can maniacs. tell both those guys love hunting
3: oh my gosh yeah, no i just idea. i
1: just followed uh drake goozy the other day on instagram about a year ago i'd say He's got some pretty cool stuff. Really? Yeah. He looks oh, just cool. like Stan. Just like Stan.
3: Oh really? You can't tell the he difference. Means Stan. Stan. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. No, Drake looks just like his dad.
0: Stan yeah. okay. Stan's still guiding in Saskatchewan, isn't he?
3: Yeah, it sounds like they built a lodge up there. Yep. And they do something, I think maybe a month a year or something, where they'll go up there and guide. And so yeah. Yep. But he does a lot of Stand fishing of guiding
1: Z. now too, at the North Star right. Lodge. Right. Well, they
3: own they own two fishing camps up in Canada. Still, they felt they sold the third one, the Fly-in. Oh and really? And so they're still up in Canada half the year and Florida the rest of the year. I think so.
0: Living the good life.
3: Good bunch of guys, you know. Yeah, yeah that's
1: cool. So one more thing, Dad. So, um, thanks yeah. for coming on here. Appreciate it. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I'm taking away from your fishing time, so I'll make this quick. Yeah, hurry it up, Joe. Um, What would you say (sighs) is your best memory hunting out there, story-wise?
3: The first best hunt where I didn't, I don't think I had any of my kids, maybe Kristen, was a cornfield hunt in Chicago. And it was a cyclone of greenheads. I have never, ever seen anything like that in my life. There was tens of thousands of greenheads coming down in a cyclone into the cornfield where we were laying. And I look over at Pete, and I just, almost a tear in my eye, and he goes, do not shoot. Nobody. (laughs) There's like nine of us. And he said, don't anybody shoot. You're just going to watch this. And for like a half hour, I just sat there amazed. I couldn't, nobody could talk in the whole group. We were just mouth open, you know, flies coming in. <clears throat> oh and we, we just laid there, we just laid there and took it all in. It was unbelievable. And then the, the second best time of my life is when my kids would go hunting with me. Jamie, Kristen, Joey. We owned a, a slough in Alberta right down by Abby's, Joe, where
4: mm-hmm. she lived,
3: where she grew up. And we had an 80 acre slough. It was for deer hunting and duck hunting. And we just had a blast in there. Actually, you know what? You know which one's better, Joe? When Tim Grounds, you were sitting on his lap. And he had a shotgun. He had a shotgun on his leg. And you were sitting on his lap. He was letting you pull the trigger. And we had redheads coming down in a snowstorm. Okay? Joe, I don't think you were but four or five years old. I can't remember. But you were sitting on Tim Grounds' lap had a shotgun just pointing up in the air and we had thousands of redheads coming out of a snowstorm where you could just see them at the last second. And Tim just lets you unload the gun. You're just like, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And luckily he had it against his leg, but he the next day he had like a purple leg, you know. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious, Joe. That was probably the funnest hunt. We had Tommy Koontz's daughter, everybody but Abby, hunting with us. We had Kristen, we had Jamie, and we had you, and Tim Grounds came from Illinois. It was unreal.
0: The whole clan, man.
3: That was probably the best hunt. Again, except for that cyclone where nobody bird. Have you guys ever seen anything like that yet?
1: Yeah, I've uh, uh, that time that Forrest and Brandon came out to the cabin uh, a couple years <laughs> yep. ago. We were scouting for ducks, yeah. and there was every field in Ortonville. And I'm not shitting you; every single fucking field had at least ten thousand oh, really? mallards tornadoing over every field. However, oh, I've only ex- my God. we weren't able to get under them. That's the only problem. And then I was—yeah, you didn't one sit tornado. In the No, I was under yeah. one tornado, but it wasn't like thousands; it was like a couple hundred. Okay. So. Okay.
3: I haven't well, experienced still, anything the sound like on that. Their wings, oh yeah, the, the sound on their wings when they're coming in, or they're maple leafing or they're all coming in a circle like a storm. That sound you just you can't mimic. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the wind on their wings, the way God made them, it's just insane. Pretty cool stuff. So
1: yeah, it is. Well, now, you guys
3: got a good bad habit. You guys, you got a good bad habit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not drugs. It's not alcohol. It's yep. hunting.
3: Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: You taught us well.
3: Proud of you guys. Proud of you guys. Well,
1: oh, thanks, Dad. That's the first time you've ever said that to me.
0: It's not you're the first lying. time you said it to me, but. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God!
3: I think I might have said it. I think I might have said it a couple of times to Connor and Cal back when I was coaching them in basketball. <laughs> yeah, there you go. When Connor, you go. when we first, when we first started, Connor wasn't even a, a ball player, and oh, I was like you're playing. And, and and Connor's like I don't like basketball. And <laughs> Chris Laird said, "You're Chris Laird said you're playing Connor," <clears throat> and so we worked with Connor so hard to get him dribbling because at first when he played he didn't have any dribble, and so people would mess with him all the time, you know, from the other teams. So he finally picked it up, but it was a rough oh, beginning.
2: I was the defensive
0: specialist.
3: Remember that, boys?
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember every <laughs> every minute of it. Connor, you were getting picked on, dude. <laughs> oh, Oh.
2: No, I was the difference. Oh, he especially. would get so
3: mad. He would get he would get slapped <laughs> driving down the paint. Con- Cal, do you remember? There was a couple games where Connor was just feisty. He would take the ball right down through the paint, and he would get slapped like two, three times in the face, and he would just get chapped, but he wouldn't say anything. To oh people. yeah, you know, s- super nice. God, know, I remember. Days, but-
0: I specifically, Rob. I remember one day we had we had two games in a day. It was a Saturday, and uh, we played our morning <laughs> game and. You know, I'm not gonna toot my own horn, but I wasn't a bad basketball player and I didn't shoot that much and we lost. And I remember walking over and me and Joey were talking to you and you were like, You guys, you're not shooting enough. And if you don't shoot and score, you're not gonna win. And I was like, Well, we're trying to pass the ball, and you're like, Bud, you're supposed to pass it to each other and then score. And so the next game, I remember Joey and I each had like 18 to 20 points, and we won by like 25 points, and I remember coming over, and you were like, I'm proud of you guys. You finally figured out how to put the ball in the net.
3: <laughs> yep. Unbelievable. I love it. That was it's so amazing. much fun. Oh, yeah. Remember Too that? many that memories. probably sixth grade. Remember how much you guys changed from sixth grade to seventh grade? It was like the world changed.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, it's I have funny a-
3: how, how boys – Boys completely changed from sixth grade to seventh grade. It's like you can't miss it, you know. Yeah. Oh my God. I have a
2: picture. Did we ever post that picture
0: of of the three of us basketball? From yeah, we grade? did. Yeah. 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 Squad. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, we have a we have a photo, oh, Rob. Like the three of us from way back in the day. Yeah, that was when you were the coach, Rob. It's so uh, funny looking oh at us God. now. Joey's like four foot six. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <Just> Cal's got <laughs>
0: his giant shoes. I'm like six foot still, you know, Just like the same size now. Oh my God!
3: Oh, that's om- Carl. That's almost as bad as the picture of Joey with Emily Valdez. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, she's five seven and she's six. You know,
0: dude, he literally <laughs> looks like she could throw him. <laughs> but guess what, motherfuckers? Ooh.
1: She I took her Ooh. to prom. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I took Emily Valdez to prom, doesn't matter how much taller she, she did was. Saul
3: Rosenberg
1: him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh dad, please, please do a Saul <laughs> Rosenberg, please.
3: Ooh. Saul Rosenberg. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh my All god. Alright, boys. I gotta go fishing. There's walleye calling my name on Big Stone. Thanks, right, man. Ted.
0: Thanks for coming on, Rob. All Great right. to talk to you. All right,
3: love you guys. Have love fun. you too. Man. Bye.
1: Okay. Oh my God. Uh, that is my dad.
0: It's amazing. I love that man. So many memories, dude.
1: <laughs> so if you if you guys didn't already know, Cal grew up across the street from me. I've known him since I was four or five. I've known him for 21, 22 years, and then Connor, I first met him in fourth grade. And then he officially came to our school in sixth grade,
0: so we've all mm-hmm. known
1: each other for a very long
2: time. Yep. yep,
0: going way back.
1: And even Cal
2: ended up at the same school as us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was
0: misbehaving at my pri- my public school, yep. and my parents decided I need a little more guidance. Now, what they didn't know was they were sending me to school with Joey Vasallo, <laughs> which did not make me a better kid. <laughs> but we had so much fun. But you learned about <clears> God. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I did grow up in church, but yes.
1: But did, but gal, did you emulate it?
0: (laughs) Oh, here we go from this guy. I'm going to get the emulating God talk. Yep. Okay. Podcast just got religious.
1: It's okay. Sure. Not political. And it's okay. Not political. Not
0: political though. Yeah, if we bring Rob back on, we'll have to really keep him on task. I mean, oh my
1: god, I should start a podcast with my dad talking about <laughs> talking about the, the deep state. I will literally make so much oh money. <laughs> yeah, he <That's laughs> all he does with his free time is watches Lou Dobbs, Laura Ingram.
0: You just can't go to the cabin and walk in without Fox News being on.
1: No, no, you can't watch anything but Fox News.
0: Yeah, that's that's it. And if you turn anything else on, it's either sports or you're in trouble. Yeah, the pursuit channel. Or it's got to be a movie or hunting channel yeah. or a movie pre 1995. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's, <laughs> he doesn't watch any new movies. It's like he's just cycling through everything that came out between 1985 and 96. Here
1: we got Tombstone, Gladiator, The Patriot, Braveheart, First Blood. And then every Adam
0: Sandler movie ever made. Yeah, original Red Dawn oh yeah dude
1: oh yeah dude don't (laughs) even get me started on the original Red Dawn we just watched that the other day and I loved every second of it bro your dad
0: introduced me to like Mr. Deeds and (laughs) Big Daddy and all of the Chris Farley movies with David Spade oh yeah oh yeah Tommy Boy Black Boy, Black Sheep Oh my god. Beverly Hills Ninja was yeah, on Yeah, he would there let me watch while. rated
1: R movies with him when I was starting at Dude, 4 years old. When so, we were, yep.
0: I vividly remember being like 14 watching all of Dave Chappelle's shows. Oh my god. Like why why are we 14 watching this? But it was fine. Oh my god. The Joey one, didn't though, turn the out to good racist.
1: The oh, blind racist is by oh far my the god, best. Oh my god, yeah. Which we can't probably talk about on the podcast. So,
0: but if you haven't seen it, Please go watch Please Dave go Chappelle's watch. old shows. It's so funny, the, the Chappelle show. So it's amazing.
1: Let's get off of old memories here yes. and get into
0: new memories. Connor's
1: time of the year, which is my like, time of the year,
2: turkey yeah. hunting. Oh.
0: Well, Connor's time of the year really is deer hunting, which is the same time. My time of the time year of is, the year is hunting, but.
2: September through January. My time of the years, a lot. <laughs> I hunt a lot, but it's just not birds,
0: except for turkey. Right. Right. Well, you inherently end up hunting a lot of birds with yeah. us. Yeah, not as much obviously. birds, but if you're hunting by yourself, you're hunting a lot more deer. Yeah, or elk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So right now you're hunting turkeys. I am. Yeah. <clears throat> sounds like you're hunting like five different spots. Um, yes, I have
2: permission on three, and so uh, currently, and then there was two other ones that I have somebody asking for me. So
0: bouncing all around, baby. Yep. Hopefully, we'll, I'll I'll
2: get one. I'm going with a bow this year. I got got one with a gun last year. So, did you, you shoot one
0: last year? Yep. <clears throat> are nice. you going to be uh, hunting tomorrow? Uh, yep. <clears throat> that's the plan. Anyway. Yeah. Social distancing. Yeah. So am I. Yeah. I'm gonna be hunting turkeys. But but here's dude? the
2: thing. Here's the thing with turkey hunting. I like a lot of people. They see turkey hunting and they just sit in a blind and they put out decoys and they wait for it. That's not. I'm. That's not really my style. What do you do, man? I so I have one thing and that is. A turkey decoy and it is the thunder creeper from the from flex tone that's what it's called okay um and you it can you can put a real fan on it and so and then you can hide behind it and then you can crawl towards the turkey and they get really pissed and then they run at you and it's a lot more fun to get turkeys to come in
1: sounds like a lot more fun yeah well Instead when i went out there. i went out with ben Buckolds this morning And did I talk about on the podcast last week how that guy came into our yard?
0: Yeah, I think you did. I don't think so. I think you you said, I don't know. With Nick
1: here? No, I didn't talk about it with Nick here. Well, anyway, short long story short, the farmer next door was moving his implements in our driveway, and he's like, hey, I've got a couple thousand acres, uh, and I have a turkey problem. I need you to come shoot 50 turkeys. And I said, well, can't shoot 50 because it's one per person, but I can cycle people in and out. He goes, perfect. I'll let you duck and goose hunt the rest of the year if you help me kill some of these turkeys i'm like absolutely (laughs) so went over there this morning heard a lot of gobbling uh but they went the opposite way and so when they did that we got up out of our cedar tree that we're sitting in took a fan decoy it's like a flex it's like a piece of crap decoy with a real fan on it yeah
2: that's probably the same thing is it like half of a turkey yes yeah that's the flex tone thunder creeper
1: yeah and
0: Thunder so, <laughs> why do you? Every time you say it, you have to say, it you like got to say it like that. <clears throat> it makes me think of Thundercats,
1: <laughs> Thundercreeper, Thundercreeper, Thundercats. <laughs> but anyway, so um, he's like, "Well, let's move. Let's see if we can cut him off." And so we walked with the fan. He's like, "Stay right behind me." I was like, "Okay." Yep. I have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to turkey hunting. So he's like. Just being my dad the entire morning. So mm-hmm. it was fun. We stayed out there for about an hour and a half. I bet you we heard about 25 different turkeys. Yeah. Like gobblers.
0: Yeah. They just didn't do it or what?
1: They just went the other way. So now we know their pattern and we know where they roost. We did not know where they were roosting. Uh, so gotcha. now we know. It. And Here, we're going to set up differently tomorrow morning.
2: In in this area, they roost in like... Big oak trees. Yeah. But it's like... I don't know. It's, it's harder to figure that out. Like in like I usually hunt South Dakota and there's really just like only a couple giant trees in the middle of like prairie and it's like okay well Cause that's they have, where they're going
1: to go cuz they have no trees out there.
2: Yeah. Well, no big ones that like can keep them from predators, you know, and so they obviously go to like the giant ones. Mm-hmm. So, but they they are not graceful birds. No. Like when they go up in the tree, and just, you know, it's right. not <laughs> not a graceful time.
1: Who you Thunder been hunting? Cat. Who you been hunting with?
2: Uh, my girlfriend, Mackenzie. And that's, uh, well, and then I hunt with Ken quite a bit.
1: Ken Byers. Yeah. So, um, we're going to get her on the podcast here pretty soon, I would say. Mm-hmm. And tell, tell us about your girlfriend, dude. Oh, <laughs> okay. Besides um, that you love her.
2: So, uh, Mackenzie <laughs> is, uh, she's pretty great. She runs a company called Her Wilderness and helps get women into the outdoors, uh, in a lot of different ways, hunting, fishing. Badass. She does, uh, Uh, personal protection courses, some like concealed carry courses, pretty much anything. If, if a female, if you're a female that likes the outdoor industry, um, in any facet, she has a trip that you would like to go on shooting hogs. They're doing that at the end of the month. Um, they, you know, have a sturgeon trip. It's like, I think that's at the end of the month too. Um, they're, I'm helping her with a, a salmon trip that she's doing. She got two of those this summer, Uh, you know, dove hunting, duck hunting, goose hunting. Sure. All that stuff.
1: The cool part, and this is the reason why I wanted to bring her on the podcast, not because she's your girlfriend, because the fact that if you look at the outdoor industry in, in a whole, like if you look at. Duck hunting, goose hunting. There's a lot of setup that goes into it. You look into fishing. You need a boat. You need a fishing rod. You need to know what kind of bait yep. you're using. You need to. There's just so much that goes into it, and I feel like that <coughs> intimidates a lot of people, especially women. Yeah. No. So what I think is really cool is how she like promotes this like community, gets all these girls together. They all become friends because they all have the same interests, Yep. And then they get essentially taught how to do it by a guide or whatever, and then they now have the information. Now they have best friends for life.
2: Yeah, no, it was really cool. The, we, uh, I went and helped her with a, um, ice fishing thing that she had out on Loch Parle, Um, and there, there was these ladies from like Kentucky and like, uh, Florida and Alabama that like didn't, had never seen ice before. And they come up here and they want to <laughs> ice fish and she was able to get them all, you know, ice fishing gear and everything like that. And they just had a great time, you know, catching crappies through a hole in the ice and hanging out and uh, but yeah, she, generally the women that come on these trips, like there are some that like really know what they're doing, but then there's some that like, they've never ice fished for a walleye, you know, and, and she's able to get them on, on that. And it's really cool. And really the majority of her friends, uh, if not all of her friends have come from trips like these. And that's, and it's really cool to see her passion for it and see it come out. But so I, I got to pitch her the, the uh, Instagram it's at her wilderness Herwilderness.co co. If you want to go to the website,
0: go check it out, ladies.
2: Nothing for dudes.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Well, no, there's yeah. there's hot girls on that page. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Be a, be the, the next creep.
1: No, there's hot <laughs> girls on the page. Everyone follows a hot girl on Instagram, so go follow at her wilderness. Yes.
0: You know? There you go.
1: Who doesn't want to see a girl holding a deer or bass or a duck? You know,
0: that's gross, dude.
1: I got thirty eight posters of. <laughs>
0: Girls holding dead animals in my rooms. So. <laughs> you are a psychopath though, and your dad made that very clear actually <laughs> So if you're if you're one of the guys that has that on your wall, might want to reconsider. Nah. Because we just found out that's what psychopaths do. That's
1: okay. So and, um, yeah, okay. So do we'll you do her, you we'll,
0: do you follow any
2: famous like uh, famous hunting women on Instagram?
1: I do. I do. I follow uh, Alex Templeton, she works for Sitka. Uh, I follow Sierra Lang Bell and I follow Hannah Barron. Gotcha. So Hannah Barron's from so, the south. She's probably the most badass one. She's got like almost a million followers. Yeah. And her how she got famous is she noodles for catfish. Yep. And she's like maybe five foot, and she's catching catfish that are oh my she's gosh. noodling catfish that are the same size as her, like yeah. weight and like length. It's like it better insane. be in good shape, <laughs> dude. she's I will insane. say
0: it's tough to know what girls actually are hunters and what girls are holding. That's true. Yeah. Like holding a dead bird or holding a fish because it gets them likes on Instagram. See,
1: that's. And when I met Mackenzie the first time, she's like, Hey, like we should team up and do this stuff. I was like, okay, here's the thing. And I want to save this for the podcast when we get her on. But I was like, okay, here's the thing. I know the difference between a poser and a real like hunter woman, you know? But like, you can't be associated with those people, you know? The huntresses. Not associated, but you got to be careful in that realm of social media because you will get blacklisted pretty freaking quick.
2: I mean, you can just see through it. Right. It's very, very easy. Is it though?
0: I can. Well, if if you want to. I mean, there are Ah. the
2: dudes that they they just want to look at a hot chick holding a gun. It's hard to know
0: the difference until you actually hunt with them, to be quite honest with you. Because, I mean, if it's on Instagram, dude, you know how many girls could go to, like, a guide every weekend and, like, just they're all shooting the birds. The girl's a terrible shot. She doesn't know how to call. She doesn't really hunt unless she's being guided or her friend took her, and then she's not shooting those birds. She's just with a picture of a pile of birds, and then she's like, great weekend, blah, blah. I mean, but if she's... But, so, if she's going every
2: weekend, though, because she enjoys it, she just is a sucky shot, does that change the difference or make a difference?
0: Oh, that's a great question. I
1: mean... What makes you a true waterfowler,
2: Cal? <laughs> I know. I love that <laughs> no, question. but like, you know what I mean? Like, for me, it's it's the girls that are like literally doing it just for the likes on Instagram. They don't actually enjoy doing okay, it.
0: Okay, but it's tough to tell too because like those likes are still coming. So right. if the likes stopped coming, do you think that girl would still go every weekend to the, to the camp?
2: Yeah, and so there you go. And I think that that is a good distinctive yeah. differentiator.
0: Right. I mean, I think too, like... And, you know, it can, obviously it's, you can start that way, but then like some of these girls are then going home, asking for permission, you know, trying to buy their own decoys, get their own set up and, you know, actually hunt on their own too. Um, But I don't know. know. I mean, if the likes stopped coming, I guarantee you half those chicks would stop going to the the cabin. All I know is that my girlfriend is legit when it comes to all that. (laughs) Yeah. I believe. Don't have to worry about that. Yep. No, I'm, I didn't mean that. In oh way no, like I, that, I but, know you didn't. But yeah, it's it is sometimes it's tough to know the difference. But I don't know. you
1: can tell usually by the caption.
0: Oh, oh Joey, <laughs> master <laughs> of captions, captions. You're, you're the worst, <laughs> man. I mean. Tools of the trade Tools Tools of the the trade trade, dude Hashtag this life
1: I'm gonna pull up A girl who I know Is just fake As all get out And I'm gonna look At her captions And we'll go off of that But in the meantime Why don't we do Just the tip Coronavirus edition
2: Oh just the tip
0: just the tip
2: Cal you got a tip for us In Uh, this time of coronavirus
0: Let's see I had one Now I'm forgetting it I got a tip Go ahead
2: I got a tip It actually got some pretty Some pretty Pretty uh, back, big backlash for some people on Facebook. I posted a a picture that said something to the effect of in this quarantine time, take the time that you have, like come out, you know, if you don't come out with a new skill, your side hustle started, or more knowledge, then time was never your problem, discipline was. And man, did I get some responses. (laughs) And I should have clarified. When I posted it, I should have said I wanted to come out I want to come out of quarantine because I do have a lot more time. I want to come out of quarantine knowing more Spanish because I've always wanted to learn Spanish or at least get better at it. Just
1: come work for me for a week. Yeah. <laughs> You'll learn Spanish pretty quick. Robert! Robert, <laughs> Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. Um,
2: I've always wanted to learn Spanish, but I've never had the time and I truly have never had the time. And so now I do. I am sitting at home quite a bit. My video shoots have been canceled. And I am proud to say that at least for the last week and a half, I've been doing anywhere from ten minutes to an hour a day of Spanish, and I have. How are you doing it? Rosetta Stone. I bought Rosetta Stone like six years ago,
1: and you just started using it. They just made an app.
2: Yeah, well, they they have an app, and I was able to use that license that I bought six years ago for two hundred bucks. That's sick, dude. So I put it in there. I'm now through. I'm now there's five books. And each one has, like, five units. I'm on the book one, unit four. It's it's 150 modules that I've gone through so far. So
0: that Damn, sounds dude. like a lot. That's yeah. sick.
2: Each, each unit has 30 modules. So. so what was the
0: backlash you got?
2: Well, so everybody's like, you got to be, you know, like, gentle reminder that you're that people are really having a hard time you know being stuck oh, in their man. house and like i don't know they called me ableist and classist i guess i i don't oh. i didn't know that those were things
0: but oh wow, dude you're a piece of shit
2: yeah i know and so <laughs> I, I i mean like honestly all i my intention for it is like i when i read that i was like dang like i gotta get on my spanish because i freaking have this time you know and I, I watched an entire season i watched all four seasons of ozarks three seasons of ozarks and I'm about to be through season four seasons of Lucifer. Okay. So it's like, I've spent so much time in front of the TV.
0: You are watching some dark shit, dude.
2: <laughs> Lucifer.
1: And Jeez. Ozarks. Ozarks is pretty, Ozarks
2: dark. is pretty, pretty, pretty dark, but Lucifer is like just a, is a cop uh, drama. It's gotcha. like, it's like psych or,
1: but it's about the devil.
2: Yeah. He's like psych. <laughs> yeah. Wild. All right. I've got a tip. What's your tip? Oh yeah. So, so that, I mean, that's my tip is do something with this time. If you have time, yeah. Like come come out of this with something. Don't be such a classist, man. Sorry. Ableist.
0: Don't be such an ableist. (laughs) How big Uh, is your tip? So my tip is if you go to the store and you're concerned about coronavirus, so you wear gloves and you wear a mask, but then everything you touch in the store, you take out of the store, take your gloves off. Then touch all the stuff that you touched with the gloves on. Hey, guess what, bud? You got coronavirus. <laughs> so my tip for you just, is just use your brain. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of people I see at Target breathing on bags and using gloves. Then they get in the parking lot, they rip the gloves off and just grab the bag. Um, hey, dude, if you're worried about coronavirus, the stuff you bought, you got to wipe it down. Mm-hmm. You can't just wear gloves, touch it all, then get back in your truck, touch your truck wheel, truck, touch your truck door. I mean, dude, you're screwed, man. It seems like such most, like the most basic thing. I saw a lady in the store with a mask on, drag her mask down to to scratch her face. Yep. Yeah. With yeah, that's the what, hand, you just touched everything with coronavirus. Did, with it, that on. was my
1: worst. God.
2: Did
0: Jeff go over worst. that? Did you Did you hear what Jeff,
2: uh, who's on like two podcasts ago? with Wade, Wade's friend, Jeff, he, Jeff Smith. Yeah. He was at the, um, the grocery store and this lady's all like has all this PPE on or whatever. And she like pulls her mask away to like scratch her face or something like that with her glove and then goes back and like touches all these oranges or whatever. And then he turns to her and he's like, I don't think that's how that works. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: (laughs) classic. Yeah, dude, that's dumb. Okay. And so here's a tip for you, man. Use your head do just you guys, be do you, smart? When man. you guys go out do you have the PPE stuff? No, No, I don't.
1: No, I'm just really careful not to touch my face.
0: Yeah, I don't touch my face, and then wipe my hands a lot? Yeah, I have obviously like hand sanitizer and antibacterial wipes in the truck, so when I get out to the truck, then I wipe my truck door, I wipe off the bags that I put stuff in, wipe my I hands. just stay
2: away from people. You know, like at the store and whatever. It's just yeah, like, it's just
0: like you know that dirty guy with the coronavirus. He just touched <laughs> that same bag of bread you just bought, I and can't. now now you got coronavirus on your bread. You know,
2: I dropped off a package that somebody uh, bought from uh, MidwestFlavours dot com slash shop. Shameless plug. Um, and hey, on the, at the <laughs> and we dropped it off a package at the post office, and there was a dude that was just like Mackenzie came into the car, and she was like. If I get corona in two weeks, it's that guy. <laughs> <Okay>. Why? <laughs> Was he just coughing excessively? Yeah, and yeah, yeah just straight, straight, straight into his hands. Grab, <laughs> grab the door. Not looking good. <laughs> Yikes. But Not good, dude. Anyway, Joey, you got a tip? A corona tip?
1: Uh, my tip is... I'm essential during this time. And this is for <laughs> classic. This you had
0: for, to start with some ego building thing here, right? No, no, it wasn't okay, sure. anything regarding that. So
1: shut the fuck up. I'm but, essential during this time. So, but I mean, I'm always essential. So that's the, ego okay. Part. Yep. Sure. That's the ego part. And then, uh, you know, so it's a really weird, it's a really weird time in the world right now. And so I'm in this weird spot where I'm self-employed and uh, no one's spending money right now because the stock market's down and it's hard to get materials because stores are closing earlier than they normally do. And so my tip is kind of annoying and corny, but you just got to keep your head up and keep pushing on, dude.
0: So what you're trying to say is keep spending money with Joey? <laughs> yeah. Is I that mean, what you're really trying to say here?
1: Here's the thing. Trump is our president. Y- so y- slash shop Trump <laughs> Trump is our president, and he built our economy up once. He's going to do it again. So don't be afraid to spend some money because it's going into good people's pockets. So we
0: are getting political now. <clears throat> okay. No. <laughs> just no i was talking, talking, talking about the economy. So. <laughs> I think we should just roll this right
1: into you're the worst. Yeah, Yep. for well, sure. Well, you already stole my the worst.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, dude. You
1: go into the store wearing all that PPE, and you're... I was walking down the aisle of Costco and this dude literally jumps on the other side of his cart and we're already 10 feet away from each other. I'm like, Oh my God. And this gal, I shit you not, just like Cal was saying, goes, she like jumps away from me, just like jumps. And she's like, just gives me this look of death. And I'm like, okay. And I literally watch her grab her cart, which you know probably wasn't washed down because there's so many carts, whatever. I'm sure someone touched it with their bare hands, possible coronavirus. She literally scratched her eye with her glove. And I'm like, you were so dumb. You were annoying.
0: That's so dumb.
1: You're the worst. Yeah, you're, you the worst. The wor- yeah, you're, you're the worst.
2: You're the worst. worst. Oops. Uh, Oops. The worst. Thank you. <laughs> we got Thank a
0: button you. back. All there right. we go. Here's my worst. So I'm in the airport right when this stuff is starting to hit. Oh, okay. fun. Coming back from Mexico? I was actually on my way to North Carolina for my brother's wedding right before I went to Mexico. So this is like right at the start of coronavirus. So it's mainly in other countries. Okay, there's a guy in the airport. This is how stupid people are. Okay? This guy, he's wearing a mask already in the airport. He's one of the only dudes in the airport wearing a mask.
2: Those N95 masks or whatever? Whatever, yeah,
0: surgical mask. Yep. He goes into the bathroom and I'm in the bathroom. Hold on, Joey's in the background talking super disrespectfully. <laughs> so I have to wait. Yeah, what's up there, dude? You,
2: you good, uh, man? Come back to the podcast. All you right, don't really back, care about. You
0: know what's the worst? No, hold on. Yeah, yeah, go <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, okay. So I'm in the airport. This guy's I got a mask on. He goes into the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom. Walk in there, go up to the urinal with his mask on, take a piss. Walked out of the bathroom without washing his fucking hands, dude. I mean, it was bat urine. It's not, you know, it's not. Are you kidding me, bro? You got a mask on to protect you from coronavirus and you don't wash your hands after you piss in a public bathroom? And then he goes back and he sits. He's touching doors, touching the CDs on, touching the door handles on the plane. I mean, dude, these are the people you just have to hope natural selection. I mean, just (laughs) unbelievable, man. Yeah, he's the worst. That guy's the worst, dude. You're the worst. Oh, the worst. Oh, my God. Also, I just want to say, if you don't wash your hands after you use a public restroom, even if you piss, even if you piss, if you're a guy, you're actually the worst. Why would you not, dude? It's right there. It takes 10 seconds of your life. My dick is clean as shit. Shut you. up, Joey. <laughs> and I know you do this, and it pisses me off. Oh, up. it's because I
1: piss, dude. I know my dick is clean. That's I'd stupid, re- bro. I clean your dick is hands, not clean, dude. I clean my hands before no, I take a piss. No, your dick is
0: the dirtiest thing on your body, and you're a dirty dude. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nah no, dude.
0: Yeah, it's you. It's people like you in the nah. world man that are cl- screwing us. I man. literally
1: wash my hands before I Every piss.
0: time I get sick, I think it's dudes like Joey that fucked this <laughs> world. I got <laughs> a cold cuz it's dudes statement. like Joey that go into the bathroom, piss don't wash their hands. It takes ten seconds. If you're that guy, it takes 10 change, seconds, man.
1: Then you're not washing your hands. No, I'm properly, gonna get. I'm you?
0: actually so annoyed by it. I'm gonna get to a certain age here where I'm gonna start saying shit in the public bathroom, and I don't even care. Hey, People are gonna be walking. I'm be like, oh nope, 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 nope. Got to come back, dude. Actually, uh, didn't wash your hands. Got to come back in. Sorry, man. You know, 10 oh seconds really? Got to wash enough. my hands, dude. Ten minutes. Like, yeah, you do, man. Ten
1: seconds isn't enough time to properly wash your hands, Joey. So you're the twenty
0: seconds, one. dude. 10 25. seconds would be better than 25. zero. 25. Whatever. Man. I okay. wash my hands before I, I piss. I don't care. Okay. Anyway. Okay. You wash your hands Movement before I... you piss? Yes. I wash my hands before oh I piss. Oh, my God. Because okay. I don't want dirty shit You're on the my worst. dick. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so you are the worst, man.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, so my, my worst is um, for those people that are hoarding stuff Ooh, good one. that oh boy. do not one. need it. So for the person that bought baby formula because it was going out of style and you don't have a baby. You're the worst. Yeah. For the people that bought a million things of toilet paper, when twenty six rolls will get you through the year just fine.
0: You're the worst.
1: You ever heard of IBS?
0: (laughs) Dude, if you need if you if you're the worst. If If you're at home right now and you have more than thirty rolls of toilet paper, literally, dude, natural selection's coming for you, man. (laughs) How many do you guys got? What do you I've got? got 12 rolls at the house right now.
1: Well, I bought 36 when we moved in here yeah. at the beginning of uh, February. Still and then rolling. Jeremiah brought, I don't know, 48, 45 rolls when we
0: moved in here. So, so, so you guys are giving out for free. Time. It was, it was like when we it. moved in, we yeah. bought it, which is way before the current. Yeah, the governor <laughs> is going to come around door to door asking for toilet paper pretty soon. <laughs> Tell him to
1: come to my house.
0: Dude. I think I got like eight or 10 left. I think he's a little busy with the 800 people outside his house right now, actually. Good, but- okay. Okay. <laughs> I think we've said enough here. Joey's going to start washing his hands after he pisses. Um, we're all going to not hoard anything. Yep. And we'll try to spend a little money with you, Joey. Okay, I got to repair. Yep. I do okay. like 50 bucks. Yeah, you want to come yeah. build me a deck? I can do that. Yeah. Mm. Connor was thinking, I was going to ask Cal, but he fell.
1: Well... And he's only been doing this for like a year. Shut <laughs> up, Joey. <laughs> so I know more about
0: framing now than you'll ever know in your entire life. Probably dude. not though. All right. Start. Thanks everybody. Midwestflyways.com
2: slash shop. Make sure you subscribe, ring that little bell. And that's a Midwestflyways.com.
0: Leave a review. Yes. Oh Leave a yes. Review. God duh. It's not hard. Just just, just give five us five stars. stars. I know you want to put five stars on this.
2: Five stars and say pigeon Amazing hoops amazing comment. Yeah. What did I say the Instagram <laughs> handle was for her wilderness? Did I just say her wilderness? Because it's her. I mean, world. you'll I type know. that. They're in. gonna find you'll it. Type it that in. Because okay. yeah. it's at her wilderness co. Oh, holy sh- Just, hey, I'm gonna. Right. I'm gonna hey, hear sorry. about no. that. No.
1: Nope. Before. Oh, oh my! I, you I do this off. every time. I didn't cap off the the fake the fake huntress girl. Oh oh. So this is this is her uh, caption. Oh boy, here she we go. She pushes me in the gym, and I push her to keep catching fish. Thankful to have blank during all of this, and they're literally holding three fish, and they're silver bass. So <laughs> get out! Like stop. Like
0: He's well, a you're caption not catching Nazi, right? Here.
1: You're not catching fish in jeans like that in a belt and a belt. Like it's not <laughs> like it's, the
0: thing you picked out is she's wearing a belt, dude. <laughs> All it's right. Just, hey, if you're wearing a belt and you're catching fish, you probably didn't really catch them. <laughs> I wear a belt every day, dude.
1: I don't know. And honestly, people who ask questions in every caption piss me the fuck off.
0: Yeah. How'd you catch those? Where did Fi- you catch them? Finally, what lake are you no, on?
1: No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, finally got into them last night. The Eden will be good this evening. How y'all spending your quarantine this time? What gets you outdoors? Hashtag crappie fishing. Hashtag crappies. Uh, Texas hog bait. Chillin' real. Crappie crazy. Ah!
2: Oh ah, my god! Ah! The first picture that I went to on your profile. Does this show you how much I know about technology? Yeah. Is there a caption? Yeah, well,
1: it's asking not asking a question. A question. Well, it That's is. not like a response. That's rhetorical. <laughs> That's straight. Up All, right. All right, dude. Don't play. That's rhetorical. Now say it's rhetorical. No. It's,
2: it's a rhetorical, rhetorical Joey. <laughs> you son <of> a bitch. <laughs> All
0: right. That's it for us. We're actually done now. Thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you stay tuned. We'll have more coming very soon.